More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to more than a movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's Rappaport's Reality Podcast. Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair, it's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. (laughs) You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts. You're listening to the Buck Sexton Show podcast. Make sure you subscribe to the podcast on the iHeartRadio app or wherever you get your podcasts. Welcome to the Freedom Hut. Is Joe Biden in favor of women competing against men in sports? Very straightforward question. We have the answer from the White House for you. And then are you allowed to wear a Gadsden flag patch in school? We also have that news story here playing out. We'll get into it in just a moment. Now, let's start with this. Joe Biden is supposed to be a moderate who would unite the country. Now, I know I say that and you laugh because it's so absurd, but that was the initial premise upon which he ran in 2020, that he was a moderate Democrat. He was good old Joe he was a grandpa, you know, he was a guy who see, sees things as they are. You know, he's not overly ideal, ideological. That's all a lie. It's very ideological. And I think in no place have you seen that more clearly than on the gender identity issue, on the uh, issue of what exactly the White House's position is on, first of all, gender identity is made. There's, there's no such thing as gender identity. This is a fabrication. Uh, there is gender there is male, female. There are people who maybe are slightly more feminine as males or more masculine as females, but gender is a thing. It is real. There are two of them and everything else that they try to push on all of us is really just a lie. Um, It's worse than an ideological fad. It's worse than just a question of belonging. It's also in meaning belonging to the, the in group or the you know, the tribal political identity because it's meant to make you 
admit something, affirm something, say something. That's just not true. Because if they can get you to do that, then, well, what else can they get you to do? It's meant to confuse you. It's meant to debase your own ability to reason and to trust the evidence of your own eyes and ears instead of what uh, Big Brother, so to speak, tells you. Um, but that's certainly not the way the Biden administration approaches any of this. Um, and so you have today, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre, uh, Corinne Jean-Pierre effectively trying to dodge, not, not, it wasn't effective, but essentially she was trying to dodge a very straightforward question. Here's how it went. Does he care that girls are allowed to compete in sports without just, fear I, of injury? Just, Does he think it's fair for girls to have to compete against biological males? I just answered the question. It is a complicated issue. It is truly a complicated issue with a wide range of views, a wide range of views. There is no yes or no answer to this. It is complicated. There's a rule that the Department of Education has put forward, and we're going to let that process move forward. Again, we want to make sure that while we establish guardrails with this rule, that we also prevent discrimination as well against transgender kids. But again, a complicated issue with a wide range of views, and we respect that. Now, understand this. It couldn't be more obvious that the American people are solidly, clearly on the side here of men should play against men, boys should play against boys in sports, and same for women and girls. This is a 80-20 issue, maybe a 90-10 issue, but it's definitely an 80-20 issue. But you see, this White House is completely enthralled to, is completely uh, uh, at the whim and at the mercy of the far left ideologues who push this stuff, the activists in the LGBTQIA plus community, the White House won't upset them, won't go against them. They're afraid of what those consequences would be. Should they step out of line? Should they say, boys are boys, girls are girls, they should play sports separately? Um, they're not willing to go. They're not willing to say that. And I think it's noteworthy that in this White House, in this situation, uh, it should be the most obvious thing in the world, but Green Jean-Pierre is trying to just dodge it by saying it's complicated. Well, yeah, you can say that about anything, really. That's a major issue of political contention. It's complicated. You know, They don't say it's complicated when they talk about Abortion, Democrats want abortion all nine months of a pregnancy. It's not complicated. Abortion, infanticide, same thing. Go for it. They don't care. Uh, they don't say it's complicated when it comes to is masking effective or should we have vaccines? No, no, no. None of that. No, no interest in it's complicated then. You know, should we have the vaccines for COVID? I'm saying, of course. Um, no, that's, that's very straightforward. That's uh, a black and white issue. That's true and false. That's binary. But gender is not a binary. Gender is not a binary. Now, part of this is that they have run out of uh, of real civil rights issues to champion. So the Democrats are now effectively manufacturing. Well, they're manufacturing the delusion that gender is not a real thing, that it is not man and woman. But beyond that, they're also manufacturing the fight for civil rights under gender identity. It's just it's not a real 
phenomenon. The problem they run into here is the argument is entirely self-refuting. It, it can't stand up, which is why there's this frenzy around it. But they're ferocious in defending this. This White House, Joe Biden's White House, thinks that if you have a 12-year-old boy playing basketball that decides he's a girl, he should go play against... Now, the 12-year-old actually wouldn't even have that much. He'd have an advantage. But when Now, once you get to be 14, 15, 16, once puberty hits, you know, because of gender, then it's a massive, a massive difference. All right. Uh, you know, I mean, you sit here, every guy watching this, every guy listening knows the same thing. I mean, I'm uh, somebody who used to play sports growing up, but now I'm a guy who sits at a radio at a desk. Um, I'd be stronger and faster than most of the, you know, female athletes who are professionals who are in the WNBA right now. I mean, just because I'm a male, that is not a bragging. It's just because I'm a guy. I'm a six foot tall guy. Um, so. Some would say 5'11 and three quarters. Probably some would say 5'11, three quarters, 215 pounds. Um, but no, really, I, I think we all understand this couldn't be any more obvious, and it's observable and obvious. It's not like, oh, people should know this from reading about it in books. You can see it all the time. But the Biden White House dodges the question, says it's co- it's not complicated. It's the opposite of complicated. But they insist on pretending And it's important for all of us to hold the line on this because, as I've said, if they can get you to affirm such absurdity, they have demeaned your ability to look at yourself in the mirror and say, I speak the truth. I know I know up from down. I know right from wrong. They make you complicit effectively in the lie, which is also why they want you to use this specific pronoun so badly. Really, who cares, right? I mean, how sensitive are people? Oh, I called you a he. You actually say you're a she. No, it's it's not about politeness. That's how they got us to concede as much as we did. It's actually about you conceding to unreality, you bending the knee to falsehood. And that's why this White House refuses to do what you would think is so politically expedient, which is just say, yeah, we should have men competing against men, women competing against women, boys, girls, same thing. Um, They should do that because it's the right thing to do. You'd think they do it because it's also the politically expedient thing to do based on the voters, but it's not about the voters. It's about the, uh, the activist class, the activist community that remember has raised from the LGBTQIA community. I mean, you look at the money that's been raised, uh, for example, the tens of millions of dollars to push for a whole range of issues that have to do with you know, gay rights. And now there's this need for these organizations to still raise money, spend money, and exist. And so it's all been turned to this transgender issue. But as I was saying, the, the problems, there are many problems it runs into, but why, if gender is a mental construct why does the physical reality of femalehood why do they have to change it meaning if if you can just be a if if gender identity is is internal innate or not and it's i would argue this is it's clearly not innate but put that aside if gender you know you look at all these you know blue-haired leftist communist mothers who are oh my daughter is trans you say oh what a shock right um, but but put that aside for a second. If it's really just about the uh, 
psychological state. Um, and if, if it's not the physical manifestation, if having a penis does not make you a man, why does a trans woman have to have his penis removed? What's the difference, right? If having a penis doesn't make you a man, why does having a fake vagina make you a woman? Anyone ever thought this one through? Oh, it's because it's really just about making others concede to this psychological delusion, and that's what this is really about. Okay, all right. So I, I think we ask anybody this; they won't have a good answer for you. I mean, you know, and this this is is very straightforward. You also notice that in so many cases, the the uh, transgender female, male to female transition which is not really possible. I mean, you can't actually become a female, but the version of a female that a man who wants to be a woman uh, presents is usually a, um, a, a hyper pseudo feminized caricature of a woman. You know, it's usually, you know, they, they're just piling on all this makeup and, you know, they want uh, the giant fake breasts and all, all the things that they're doing. It's usually that so often. You find this, you say to yourself, uh, it's a parody of what a female actually is. I mean, Dylan Mulvaney, the most uh, clear example of this. So, you know what would be helpful in all this, my friends? If we just had guys feeling like they had enough testosterone to get through their day. I mean, I think that would be a great place to be. Being healthy, feeling strong, having energy and focus. That's what you want. Our friends at Chalk, which is a supplement company based in Texas, they want to help you feel your very best. They've got a great line of all-natural supplements de- de- designed for both men and women. Their most popular products are the male vitality stack and the female vitality stack. The first one includes a leading ingredient that replenishes diminished amounts of testosterone in guys. That's needed by almost every guy, whether they realize it or not. The female vitality stack is specifically formulated to provide what's needed for optimum hormone health. Look, because men and women are different. We were just talking about this. Men and women are different. Different hormones Different hormone support. See, Chalk believes in men and women, not just this sort of spectrum thing. So these guys have formulated it for men get this, women get this, because that's what's best for their biochemistry. Um, You're going to find Chalk's products online. They're phenomenal. Now, you can save 35% off any Chalk subscription you choose for life when you use my name, Buck, in the purchase process. Go to Chalk.com, that's C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Buck, when you make your purchase. You'll get 35% off for the life of your subscription. It's cancelable at any time, but you're not going to want to cancel when you see what a great product this is in terms of what it does for you. Go to chalk.com, C-H-O-Q.com. Use my name, Buck, B-U-C-K, in the promo process for 35% off. Now, this is one of these moments where I say, what history are we allowed to still have? What history have the communists not decided it's time to get rid of or that is too toxic for anyone to celebrate? Um, This is bringing me to this story about a Colorado elementary school teacher who kicked a student who was 12 years old out for having a don't tread on me Gadsden flag. Now, Governor Polis has come out and defended the schoolboy's response to the teacher. So, sure enough, there is some recognition here that uh, this is is bad news. This was not a good idea. 
and that a Gadsden flag, which goes back to the American Revolution and the war against the British monarchy and the imperial, uh, you know, imperial English tendency to, well, run people's countries from far overseas. Uh, This is not about uh, slavery. It's not about what the left wants to pretend it's about right now, or at least this one woman did, this one teacher did, um, because that's just that's just historical ignorance. It's just not rooted in, in reality. Um, but what you see here is there is a, a focus now on always being, if you're a Democrat, if you, uh, if you believe in the Democrat mindset, if you're a leftist, you have to always go to the extreme of that history is that history is racist or it's unacceptable or whatever it may be because you're terrified that you may get on the wrong side of the issue by saying, oh, actually, I kind of like this. Meaning this aspect of history, like George Washington's a good guy or you know, really interesting or whatever, right? That, you're not allowed to do that anymore. Now, if you're a leftist, you got to say, oh, no, it's bad. It's bad, bad. I, you know, I, I have to wonder... What's going to be okay if you're a leftist now who says the founding fathers are evil and racist, who says the founding of the country is, if if you're a leftist who believes in the 1619 project, what are we allowed to celebrate from the first 150 or so years of this country's past? Gadsden flag just got in trouble, right? Nothing to do with slavery. Um, What are we to celebrate uh, and not get called out on it, right? What can we look at in our history and say, wow, that's interesting. That's cool. You'll notice that that part of replacing, or rather, p- part of what they're doing here is is replacing the narrative of a shared history, a shared idea of America, with something else. And to do that, they have to tear down what already exists. This is what this is what communists do. This is what, this is what the revolutionary uh, era French did during the French Revolution. Very different from our own revolution. A revolution rooted in a a narcissism of men, the, the triumph of reason, but it was a narcissism, a, a solipsism of, of the uh, French intellectuals and the French left that uh, they then tried to change the calendar, as you know. They destroyed the, the Catholic churches. They violated nuns. I mean, the horrible things they did, they were so violently and viciously anti-Christian, anti-Catholic uh, specifically. Um, that you have to remind yourself, well, hold on a second. Why did they do all that? They wanted to replace the society that existed with something else, with a society that was godless, sterile, run by the reason of man. But as you know, the reason of man, absent a connection to the divine and, and, and eternal and universal truth, turned into a bloodbath of people getting their heads lopped off uh, in the town square, or in the city square in Paris, uh, at the, the guillotine, right? That's what ended up happening. But replacing history is always what the radicals want to do. They for, and, and tearing it down is step one. You tear it down, then you replace it with something else. Um, you tear it down. This is what the Soviets did in the Soviet Union as well. Everything that the czars, rep- there was no, nothing glorious or beautiful about the czars or the Russian Orthodox Church or anything else. It was all terrible. Replace it with the glorious revolution where people are starving and being murdered by the millions. And that, that's their version of replacing things. So, no, I think we, we fight for our right, pardon the rhyme, to celebrate aspects of our history. 
and have on, you sure have honest conversations about our history, but you know, we all agree. I should I can't say we all agree. Any normal person understands that. Yeah, there are bad things in our history. There are good things in our history, just like every human being, just like every country. But to pretend that anything that you say about something because it's imperfect is somehow an elevation of the worst parts of it. I mean, where, where does that end? What history are we going to be left and able to celebrate going forward? That's what I would ask you. You know, my pillows team has a great sale going on with an everyday item for your home. The six piece towel set. I've got my six piece towel set here at home. I use it all the time. Towel set is made with USA cotton. It's absorbent and soft, which is what you want your cotton to be. Set comes with two bath, two hand towels and two washcloths. Typically retails for $79.98. Right now, you can get this at 50% off, just $39.99 with my name, Buck, as the promo code at MyPillow.com. Upgrade and update the towels in your home with this great value. Just go to MyPillow.com, click on the Radio Listener Special Square. You'll get 50% off this six-piece towel set when you enter promo code Buck. That's MyPillow.com. Click on the Radio Listener Special Square. You'll get 50% off. Enter promo code Buck. And my friends, that's going to be the show for this episode. And I have more for you coming soon. And if you aren't familiar with this, um, we say shields high at the end here of the show, which is a, an homage to the phalanx of ancient Greece, where you would hold your shield up high enough that it would protect the man to your left, the man to your right, interlocking shields, shields up ready for battle, shields high. More Than a Movie is back with season two. I'm your host, Alex Fumero. And each week, I'm going to talk to the people behind your favorite movies. From The Godfather, Andy Garcia. He has the smarts of Vito, the temper of Sonny, the warmth of Fredo, and the coldness of Michael. To the legend behind La Bamba, Lou Diamond Phillips. When I walked in, I didn't think I had a shot at Richie because John Stamos's picture was already up on the wall. Listen to More Than a Movie on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcasts, or wherever you get your podcasts. Hi, I'm Michael Rappaport. And I'm Kibi Rappaport. And together we're hosting Rappaport's, Rappaport's Reality, Reality Podcast. We have a passion for reality TV, and we're inviting you into our living room. We're dissecting the drama, and we're giving praise to the single greatest form of entertainment on television today. That is right. Reality TV is the greatest form of entertainment on television today. Listen to Rappaport's Reality with me, Kibi Rappaport. And me, Michael Rappaport, on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcast. Hey, I'm Jay Shetty, and I'm the host of the On Purpose podcast. This week, I talked to Orlando Bloom in a rare interview where we went deep into how to get comfortable with fear and how to change the guilt and shame thought pattern. People say, what are you afraid of, right? I'm afraid of fear because it's like, I want to confront anything in my life that feels challenging on those levels. Listen to On Purpose with Jay Shetty on the iHeartRadio app, Apple Podcast, or wherever you get your podcasts. Get ready for Smart Money Happy Hour. Pull up a chair, it's the happy hour you wish your friends were having. Mix two money experts with some hot takes and a splash of nostalgia, and you get me, George Camel. And me, Rachel Cruz, talking unfiltered about what's going on in the world, pop culture, and how to afford a life you love. We're talking money, celebrity budgets, and my budget for my two French Bulldogs. It's a lot. <laughs> You'll hear it all on Smart Money Happy Hour. Listen on the iHeart app or wherever you get your podcasts.